Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is over $175 million. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years older to purchase player client. Yeah, in about 15 minutes, here comes another keyword and a chance for you to win $1,000. So stand by for that. All right. Yesterday, there was a shooting at Peck Park in San Pedro. And uh, you had two people killed. And how many got uh, wounded? Six? I've seen different numbers on that. I don't know what number they Yeah, one report up. I have said it was another person showed up at the hospital. And it's a higher number than six, but I... Well, we'll talk to Joe Buscaino, who uh, ran for mayor this year. He's involved heavily with the uh, Rick Caruso campaign, and uh, that's his council district, uh, San Pedro. So let's get uh, Joe on. How are you, Joe? Good. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, so uh, was this a gang shooting at the park? Absolutely. Absolutely, and it was, unfortunately. And uh, this is a, a town, as you know, John, well, you and Deborah visited us before. It's a, an incredible town. Uh, in fact, if you look at the overall crime trends in the city of L.A., we ranked number three overall in crime reduction of violent crime. What we had here was a, uh, a outside gang uh, from Compton that came into Tech Park. Um, a dispute uh, occurred, ensued on the softball field, and next thing you know, shots rang out, people pulled out guns. And that's unfortunate because the, the group that has a permit uh, for the softball games, um, they're named Reclaiming American Communities out of Compton. They promote peace, anti-gangs, anti-guns. They've been playing there since April. And sure enough, how ironic. They, uh, those who were there, the opposite of what this group believes in. So was it members of that group that were involved in this uh, shootout? Or were they the so victims? From what we understand, you know, it, it was, um, you know, they were either, either former, former gang members that were there or active gang members. Uh, you know, the group uh, that pulled the permit, they were using sports to unite communities. Uh, and um, you have... Um, I mean, last time I checked, Compton had some incredible baseball fans. I, I don't understand why they had to leave their own community. But um, very hypocritical when known gangs want to respect their turf and yet they drive to another town um, like San Pedro and, and cause havoc. Seven shots, two dead. 
Um, but we live in a society, guys, where, as we know, too many people have guns. Gangsters all around us are carrying guns. And um, I'm, I'm revoking their permit effective today. And uh, it's unfortunate that uh, these outside gang members came into our town and, and, and just caused this havoc. Now, do we know how many people opened fire and has anybody been arrested? As of right now, initially we, we uh, had reports that one arrest was made, but no arrests have been made. And if anyone has any information, I'm getting text messages with folks who may have some intelligence. I'm giving them a straight to LAPD. Um, and please borrow if you have any more insight. Working collectively with the sheriff's department. Um, uh, another ironic thing, I've been pushing guys to arm park rangers in the city of Los Angeles. I was telling Ray earlier that yet, you know, two years later, we're still discussing and debating uh, on a committee report that's whether or not we as the city want to arm park rangers. You know, this is a, a yet another perfect example of what went down yesterday. And then, you know, we hear this all over the city, but not home in San Pedro. We have fewer tools to deal with. Increasing crime, the gathering of gangs. We used to have gang injunctions. We no longer have gang injunctions. That would have prevented these gang members from coming to um, this park space. Um, every single day, we have tools taken away from us to address these types of incidents, as we talked about on the show. Well, is this Peck Park normally a peaceful park uh, that the locals use? Yeah. I grew up at that park, guys. I played Little League Baseball there. I played. I learned how to shoot my first basketball <laughs> at this park. And this is, um, you know, we had picnics growing up as kids. Um, you know, we have horseshoe there. You know, amazing picnics and families enjoy this park. We added a skate park uh, years ago. It's the it's one of the largest parks in in, in the city, um, but yet uh, this shook San Pedro. Another reminder of how elections have consequences. Guys, we have a city attorney candidate, Basile uh, Gill, who won't prosecute crimes if elected. He's saying a, a city controller candidate, Kenneth Mejia, who wants to abolish the cops, the DA Gascon, who won't hold criminals accountable, a mayoral candidate, and Karen Bass, who doesn't want to hire more cops and wants to study the root causes of crime. So it's it, it, these, these acts, these, these folks are continue to be emboldened to do these types of crimes. But it hit home. It hit, here we are in San Pedro dealing with this. Well, yeah, this afternoon, Joe, the L.A. Times is identifying a Compton-based gang called Santana Block Crips Gang. According to Cornell Coates Ward of the Southern California Ceasefire Committee, it was some sort of a civil war between Santana Block Crips out of Compton. The Santana's confirmed the fact that the yeah, Southern California Ceasefire Committee. Yes, that's a coalition of violence prevention groups. That's what it's called. Yes. <laughs> These are the the, the, the gang well, mitigation okay, people that you always hear about. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and this is a, there's actually a live interview on KTLA KTLA five yesterday. Sure enough, the lady was saying identified herself as a as a gang member of this clip, <laughs> and like kind of threatened a live on TV. What is that right? Uh, yeah, it was um, it was it was insane just to see that live on TV. But uh, at the same token, it's this is not who we are. This is. I want to I want to read you a paragraph in uh, one of the LA Times stories. 
and uh, I maybe this guy does good work. I just want to read you his quote. His name is Skip Townsend. He's a gang interventionist, and he goes to the park regularly. And he was there and said, it's sad and heartbreaking that people still won't talk. You know, instead they pick up guns. That's heartbreaking that we can have, pe that we can have peaceful events in this area for two or three years straight with no incidents. And then one incident like this happens. And I, I look at this and I go, this is to be part of the problem. People are incredibly naive to think that you can have gang members talk and it's going to make all the violence go away. You actually have to prosecute gang members and put them in prison. You can't just have them talk. I mean, that, that's ridiculous. They're gang members for a reason. They embrace a violent culture and a violent lifestyle by choice. Right, John, and that's the reality. Okay, I know Skip, God bless him, love the guy. We worked together when I was a police officer at the LAPD hand in hand on gang intervention and intervention programs. Uh, yet, um, you know, well-intended but at the same time, you can't control these acts uh, of violence. We can do all we can, including this incredible church group which promotes peace and anti-gang, anti-violence in our communities. And yet this still takes place. Again, going back to accountability and consequences. So you know, the, those who are repeat gang members need to be in jail. So the church group made up of allegedly ex-gang members, they show up armed for a softball game. Is that right? Is that what I'm... A the understanding here? They pulled the permit, yes. That, they pulled the permit since April. They have not had an incident since, since uh, yesterday. Wow. That's, All right, Joe. Uh, but again, when, even like as sports, we have arguments. You know, if you're not happy with the call on the field, we actually we, we have arguments both on and off the off field. But in this case, guns came out, shot for fire, two people dead, five others in. Do, do we know if it came out over a dispute on a play? <laughs> yes. That's what I'm hearing from the court that happened on Phil. And this is where the witnesses are saying, oh, next thing you know, shots ring out. It's, uh, again, I played on that field growing up. Uh, when we argued to play, we didn't pull out guns. Yeah, you know, the good old days. Yeah. Uh, all right, Joe, thanks for coming on and uh, explaining all that. Thanks for having me. Got more uh, information got there than uh, I did uh, all last uh, night. L.A. City Councilman Joe Buscaino, whose district, of course, includes San Pedro, where he had the shooting that took place yesterday just before 4 p.m. at a place called Peck Park. They're saying eight people in total were shot, four women, four men, and of those eight, two died at the hospital. There was another man who did transport himself to the hospital in a private car that eventually got counted, so it's eight total people shot and two dead. You know what? It's starting to remind me of the horrible... 1990s, where we had all that gang violence mm -hmm. that eventually led yeah. to tougher laws, right? Yeah, well, it's got to happen. We've got to have a lot more, many more dead people. You know how many people died in Chicago over the weekend? No kidding. Oh, I saw some headlines. 60. Yeah. 60 people died in Chicago from shootings. 60. I, uh, I, I talked to somebody over the weekend that used to live in Chicago. They now live in Ohio. But um, <laughs> you're what they call that mayor? Beetlejuice? <laughs> <laughs> That's her nickname for people that don't like her policies. And hey, well, it's a horror show there, and they don't prosecute either. The prosecutor there is a woman named Kim Fox. She's like Gascone. She was the one who wouldn't prosecute Jesse Smollett. She doesn't prosecute anybody. 60 people, and I'm sure it was mostly young black men that got killed. But, you know, there's not, there's not any uh, squawking coming from Black Lives Matter, right, because they got their money and they ran. And now, now you have you have sixty people dead in Chicago. In, in All right, two and when a half we come days. back, 
We'll move from Chicago to New York for two crime stories that are hard to believe. This is what's happening, not just in Southern California, but as John mentioned, all the dead bodies in Chicago and New York had a couple of really wild uh, robbery stories. That and, of course, the keyword is next. John and Ken show. All right. So uh, these stories are pretty wild. They both occurred in New York and were reported over the weekend. There's a video, and I actually did watch it. I guess it's a surveillance from the street there in New York. Uh, this happened in the Bronx. And apparently a 39-year-old man was walking on the sidewalk when up came a car and slammed into him. This is 6.40 in the morning on Saturday. He was thrown into the air. He lands on the street. What happens next is the, well, maybe not today, the unbelievable. The two men in the car stop, get out, run over to the body and search the man's pockets and took his belongings. They robbed him as he lay there after they hit him. So that's a hit, run, and rob, or a hit, rob, and run? Hit, rob, and run, yeah. That's I, a variation I've never there. heard of this before. I, I saw the video, too. And, uh, I mean, he was laying there looking like he was dead, and these guys just went and started rifling through his pockets and then ran back to the car. And the yeah. guy's in critical condition. The man apparently is right in critical condition. They took him to the local hospital and they're still looking for the two suspects. I guess they weren't able to get any detail on the car, the plates or anything like that. Yeah, but, I don't know. Uh, they're both wearing black hooded sweatshirts. Yeah, they're wearing like black pants wearing, and hooded uh, sweatshirts. in the uniform and... of, the, uh, of the criminal. Did it look like they purposely hit him so they could rob him, do you think? I or was wondering about that. They is could it, disable him first? Is this a, a, a new variation? Rather yeah, than look. jump the guy, he could be armed, he could fight back. You know, you could get hurt. Why not just take him out with your car and then rob him? I mean, you're not going to get prosecuted, so what does it matter? Yeah, because if he has a gun or resists, mm -hmm. then yeah. that robbery could go south. So if you run so. him down first and disable him, then you can grab at his stuff while he's lying there on the ground helpless. Maybe this is going to be uh, a new trend. Oh, where God, guys are going to jump sidewalks, run a bunch of people over, steal all the stuff, and then uh, drive off. That is like, that's the double evil, uncaring you know person. To, to hit somebody and then run, but to stop and rob them too? You wow. know, the thing is, you can make any kind of joke or any kind of hyperbole, and you wait a few days and you're probably right. Yeah, that's, that's what they're going to do. It's going to be... There might uh, be more of these? These two yeah. will carry, they'll do this again somewhere? Hit, rob, and run. An HRR. The other story out of New York, which is also almost impossible to believe, is apparently a pastor described here as a bishop was giving a sermon yesterday in Brooklyn in some kind of a church. It was being live streamed to those who could not attend. And he got robbed as he gave the sermon. Three to four men walked in with guns <laughs> And they took his jewelry, took the bishop's ring, his wedding band. Uh, his says here his bishop's they, chain. His chain. One report I saw this morning said it was $400,000 worth of jewelry. Oh, that is some church. That's, <laughs> what kind of church is this? <laughs> it's, it's the Leaders of Tomorrow International Ministries, and the, and, and, and the bishop is wearing $400,000 worth of jewelry? That's the estimate. This story I'm looking at now doesn't tell us what? how much. What? 
I saw another video on Twitter of him riding around in a Rolls Royce, listening to listening to some rap music in New York. He was, uh, he was flexing, as they would say. There you go. That's why he's a target. We have about thirty seconds wait, of the wait, live what? stream audio. What's the bigger racket? These these uh, these robbers or uh, the bishop? This is Bishop Lamore Whitehead. Let's listen. You saw somebody else die. What you about to go through? Yo. Yo. All right, right, right. All right, right. Yo, all right, all right. Nobody move. Nobody move. He said, I don't want my parishioners to get hurt. As I got down, one went to my wife, took all of her jewelry, had a gun in front of my eight-month-old baby's face, took off my bishop's ring, my wedding band, and took off my bishop's chain. Well, this then guy I had chains underneath my robe. He started tapping my neck to see if I had anything else. All right, but all right, but this he guy. He says that they were targeted. They knew coming into this church that they could expect to grab some high-end jewelry. Well, that's what he thinks. He helped turn in a suspect in another murder. Oh, uh, there was a subway shooting of a guy named Daniel Enriquez. He got a lot of media coverage. Right. And now he's complaining. I turned him in, but the media called me the bling bling bishop. Oh, no. They had my Rolls Royce all over everywhere, and I feel that played a part in this. I think all pastors should be able to get permits for pistols. Oh, so imagine th if he just started shooting back right there from the pulpit. <laughs> That's coming. What a video He's that would have been. There you go. That's <laughs> coming you, though, to try to run. <laughs> what, what's a joke today is going to be real tomorrow. Uh, wow. Well, well but, you, you know, you can't show off your hundreds of thousands of dollars of jewelry on camera, and now you sound like LAPD telling us not to wear showy stuff oh, anymore. Hey, go ahead if you want to, but I'm just saying for survival purposes. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I, I mean, I don't have any any jewelry. I don't even have cheap jewelry. No, I don't. Uh, so you just have a wedding band. You can't move. Yeah, which is not going to move till I'm in the box. Well, somebody could cut your finger off if they wanted it. Well, there you go. There's another joke that's going to be reality. <laughs> Thanks, Deborah. That's now tonight on the way home. Sean lost a finger and a wedding band because Deborah Mark suggested it. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not suggesting. I'm just saying that that this, is a the, possibility. The, the, this ring's not worth that much. I don't think, yeah, it's probably not. It was a $100,000 ring. No, it's not. All right. It's, <laughs> Bought during the four days. You wear showy jewelry, don't you, Deborah? Mark? I wear a wedding ring. And, oh, good. And make her a target now. Yeah, no. <laughs> don't make me a target. Yes. <laughs> and she drives a convertible. You can just hop right in. Oh, thanks, Ken. <laughs> oh, jeez. Why don't you give my license plate info and I was going to do that one day. Yes. <laughs> you have a personalized plate that's very recognizable. <laughs> Run your reader driver's license number out. <laughs> my home address. My home address, yeah. Yeah, but you know, actually, do you have like necklaces or chains or anything? I love, I, I wear necklaces. I mean, they're not thousands of dollars, but I like necklaces. Yeah, this is the world we live in now. But it's, we're, okay, We're jumping right. all over each other for showy jewelry. It, it, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's sad. <laughs> all right. Uh, we By got the more coming. What's a, what's a bishop doing with a Rolls Royce? Because you know all this money's coming from the parishioners. Oh, I'm sure it is. What is this? Maybe he has another job on the side. Uh. <laughs> Well, especially live streamed, he probably has people that donate. That's kind of a questionable. Anyway, John and Ken, KFI, and Eric just got uh, 
uh, video and audio of uh, Bishop Bling Bling in New York who got robbed in the middle of his service. <laughs> as soon as we get it, we'll play it because it's it's video that he has on social media of him driving around in his Rolls Royce and and just carrying on. I guess he's rapping. I don't know what he's doing, but uh, you <clears throat> he's not a bishop in the traditional sense. I can put it that way. All right. Well, a couple of listeners want to correct John Cobelt on what? Sixty-five people did not die in Chicago from gunshots. I think he did say that, or sixty people killed. Yeah. No. 65 were shot, five died, apparently. Oh, told. okay. Uh, right. So 65, not everybody died in Chicago. All right. Well, shot. All right. Well, that's same, same bad, though. It's bad that 65 people were shot. Just a lot of people do not die. But it, it, well, it was 65 attempted murders, put it that way. Okay. I guess there are lousy shots in Chicago. Uh, the announcement today by Russia's big gas company, they're called. Gazprom, G-A-Z-P-R-O-M, their supplies through the pipeline called the Nord Stream 1 is going to drop significantly down to just 20% of capacity. That would be the supply going to Germany. That's going to have a big impact in the coming months, particularly as winter will be here before you know it, especially in places in Europe, which brings us to another great column by Bjorn Lomborg. Bjorn is president of the Copenhagen Consensus and a fellow at Stanford University's Hoover Institution. He's been on our show many times, and he wrote an opinion column for the Wall Street Journal, which is, of course, once again, dead on. How the climate elite spread misery. More people are worried about high gas and food prices which their green policies actually make worse. We've talked about this over and over again. He refers to them as the chattering classes who jet to conferences at Davos or Aspen. <clears throat> they have been for years telling the rest of us that our biggest immediate threats are climate change, environmental disasters, and biodiversity loss. And they go to these, they all go to these conferences in private jets. And they're really on top of the game right now because we've had these heat waves and God, even some family members I know are just all worked up because these current heat waves got everyone believing, oh, it's all true. It's the end of times, you know, climate change. You know, it, and I keep trying to explain to people, climate change, if you believe in it, and I do, is very gradual. I know. It's not going to cause the world to burn up in one summer. It, it, it's going it, to cause the temperatures to rise two degrees in 100 years. So, exactly. So, like, so he, he but the that, human nature is, I need proof now. But, I need proof now. Oh, but, look at that. It's really hot. I guess the state of Washington and Oregon are about to have another heat wave hit this week with 100 yeah. degree temperature. There it is. See, there it is. They do, never have that. Do you All see, right, they did last year. Do you but. see how you prime the human brain, though? We've seen it repeatedly here. You prime it by saying, oh, it's a global disaster. It's a global disaster. It's a global disaster. And then the next scheduled heat wave, which happens every year, everywhere gets one, right? Oh, my God, it's happening. We're all going to die. Because all year, that's what you've heard. All year, you've heard that there's a climate disaster about to happen. They don't say it's going to happen in 100 years or that there'll be a two-degree increase in 100 years. It's like right now, right now is a disaster. If we don't do something right now, by 2030, all is lost. And so the brain, the human brain hears that because we're really fragile, silly souls, all right? We're a ridiculous species. Well, we like they, some sort of, quote, proof. 
Right. They did this 50 years ago. They were probably summer heat waves for a few years, but nobody heard of climate change. So nobody talked about it being a factor. And they did this with COVID because by constantly screaming, you're all going to die. You're all going to die. It got people to agree to be locked up, close the schools, and shut wear down diapers. the businesses, wear diapers on their face because people are easily frightened. And you just re- and now now who benefits from all this? The governments. The governments get more control over your personal life, your choices, whether you can even eat at a restaurant or not. And then with global warming, they start to get control of what you're going to drive and, so, and, 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 and how much electricity you're allowed to use. So Bjorn uh, brings out the stat, which is always worth repeating. Across the world, low temperatures are much more dangerous than high ones. Half a million people die each year from heat, but more than four and a half million die from the cold. Well, you don't hear much about that, do you? Do you realize nine times as many people die from extreme cold than extreme heat? Now, if you knew, if you're totally new to the climate, totally new to the planet, and I told you that, hey, cold uh, kills four and a half million people, heat only kills a half million, what would you say? This planet's too cold. We need some warming. That's terrible. He actually points out, but I love this. Researchers concluded that by the end of the 2010s, rising temperatures globally were causing 116,000 more heat deaths, but actually leading to 283,000 fewer cold deaths a year. So we are saving lives. Over, <laughs> over the last 20 years, on, on, on net, it's reduced the number of temperature-related deaths. So more people are alive because the planet has been hotter. So global warming is saving lives. Global warming is saving lives. And the thing is, these are their own numbers. These are their numbers. This is a study from Lancet, the, uh, the medical journal. Right. But then he talks about how the West has thrown up, he calls them green roadblocks to its own energy security. Biden's moratorium on gas leases, Europe's refusal to dig into substantial shale gas reserves, Climate policies increase prices by subsidizing renewables like solar and wind. That makes it even harder to adapt to the extreme temperatures climate activists bemoan. You need cheap and reliable energy to afford air conditioning in the summer and heating in the winter. As I just mentioned, that story out of Russia that they're going to cut back the pipeline gas oh, to Germany. Oh, That's going to have a significant I, effect. Somebody, somebody uh, put together side by side headlines from the Washington Post. A few years ago, Trump had warned that Germany is going to get dependent on Russian natural gas and it's going to be a disaster. And uh, the Washington Post ran a fact-checking story saying this is not accurate, it's not true, it's false, blah, 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 blah. Two years later, the headline is Germany turning to coal to replace the Russian natural gas that's being cut They choice, off. otherwise people could die. They don't get enough gas to heat their homes in the winter. More cold deaths. Germany, Austria, the Netherlands, and I think Sweden or Switzerland, one of those. Those countries are now ramping up their coal burning, their coal production. And they're going to use coal for energy this year in, 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 in much greater amounts. Because relying on natural gas from Russia has failed. Relying on wind from the North Sea has failed, relying on solar. Yeah, good luck finding uh, solar power in the middle of December in Germany. He says Sri failed. Lanka is the epitome of elite environmentalists gone wrong, pushed to go organic by activists on the World Economic Forum, 
the government banned synthetic fertilizers in April of 2021. Well, food production collapsed. The currency defaulted. Hungry and outraged citizens launched protests, overran the presidential palace, and forced the government to resign en masse and the president to flee the country. <laughs> I knew that that happened in Sri Lanka, but I didn't know it was over this organic thing. Yeah, well, they can't, fertilizers. they can't grow food. They can't grow food, so the people are, are going to be starving. And they went after these idiot green politicians, and, and the president was literally chased out of the country. country. They stormed right. the palace. You, you hear, you know, people storm the palace <laughs> and, and people lament for years and years that there was this uprising. In Sri Lanka, they actually got rid of the government. The world gets almost 80 percent of its energy from fossil fuels. And even if all current climate policies were fully implemented by mid-century, fossil fuels would still be more than half the energy. But instead, they're trying to make it really difficult on people. And this really hurts people at the lower end of the economic scale these policies well yes it does it's because it's made electricity. that's we're the great example of that it, with the highest gas prices highest electricity prices in the country it's made energy much more expensive it has not had any effect on the climate none what did i read today like china has has opened up a couple of hundred coal plants yeah uh, that's if you really believe in climate change from fossil fuels you better and go after them because what they do is they make a public statement every time they have one of those international gatherings on the climate china makes a public statement and that's like yes we're going to cooperate in our efforts and then they go home and they open up another 15 coal plants they just say stuff to get the diplomats off their ass uh at the climate conference all right when we come back one of the biggest blowhards who started all this made an appearance this weekend on Meet the Press, the return of Al Gore. And wait till you hear what he said about the climate coming up. John and Ken show, KFI. Oh, here's the headline. China is building over half of the world's new coal-based power plants. Remember, over they half. only promised that in the year 2030, they would start to cut back a little. <laughs> so we're still eight years away from Yeah, that. sure. <laughs> That was their, their pledge at Paris. Uh, well, they, there's a lot of pledges. They say a lot of stuff. Uh, John and Ken KFI. All right, we'll get to the blowhard Al Gore in a moment. We do have some of the audio that goes with the video of this uh, flashy, bling-bling Brooklyn bishop. Uh, by the way, there's a follow-up story in the New York Post. In case you don't know, Bishop Lamore Miller-Whitehead, who's actually pretty friendly with the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, he was robbed while giving a sermon yesterday at a church of uh, a million dollars in jewelry, he and his wife. And he probably thinks he was targeted because he's known for being flashy and showing off his bling. So <laughs> that, that he bought with his parishioners donations. He drives a Rolls Royce. Three thieves robbed he and his wife in the middle of this sermon at the Leaders of Tomorrow International Ministries. We're going to read some of the quotes from him, but we can play you this audio from the video of him showing off his, uh, his uh, riches. I will not lose. So he drives around in a Rolls Royce. And he, he's wearing all this expensive jewelry while live streaming his service. 
<laughs> and he's shocked that uh, the bad guys came in and took his stuff? Well, his quote to Wait. the Post today is, it's not about me being flashy. It's about me purchasing what I want to purchase. It's my prerogative to purchase what I want to purchase. That's... He said he can't be blamed for standing out in the community, given his status, because some have suggested he's got the blinged out look. <laughs> who, who looks for... <laughs> Who looks Sometimes for, uh, when you're a known bishop, it's a gift and a curse, he said. You become the talk of the town. God, people fall for anything, don't they? Do you want to hear the they hall? Just... The thieves got $1,060,000 worth of goods, a $75,000 Rolex watch, a $75,000 Cavalier watch, $25,000 Episcopal ruby and diamond ring, $25,000 Episcopal diamond ring, an Episcopal diamond ring, $25,000 pair of earrings, $20,000 diamond and emerald cross, $20,000 Episcopal ring, $20,000 Episcopal cross. What is and that? It, is that a brand name or is that a religious Yeah, symbol because it or? has the Episcopal and, and uh, capital letters, so it must be part of the church. Uh, and a $10,000 Episcopal gold cross. Yeah. He's in it for the spirituality, isn't he? Uh Shouldn't all that stuff be sold and they give that uh, you know to the poor in the neighborhood? The homeless. Yeah, exactly. Why don't you? You could probably you could probably build at least one house with that. Yeah, I don't using know using L.A. prices. Who determines his pay? I guess this is his whole church. So anything well, that comes in, he decides what to do with. Well, it's a weird name to that church. What's what's the name of it? It's like Worldwide Ministries or something. The, <laughs> yeah, it's one of these one of these uh, made up churches. Uh, tomorrow, uh, yeah, the leaders uh, of tomorrow, international ministries. Okay. Hey, not that they organize religions are any better. Oh, look, there's a link to their website and a picture of our pastor with a great white suit he's wearing. Um, they, they, they have a website. Oh, they have campuses. So I guess they also have schools. Huh. Did you, um, did you see the photo? It was in the uh, Daily Mail. The Pope put on... An Indian headdress? Yeah, I did see that. One of, one of those feather headdresses? He's apologizing in Canada for the way people were treated by uh, the, ministry, the missionaries. Uh, yeah, because the Catholics... Some of the kids died. Yeah, the Catholics uh, forced the natives in Canada into becoming Catholic. And uh, so he... And, and, you know, there was all kinds of abuse going on. The school children were abused and, and died. So the Catholic Church went into Canada and, and killed... Thousands of indigenous kids. And now he shows up in a headdress with feathers and apologizes for it hundreds of years later. Is that cultural appropriation? Well, I don't know. I guess he's trying to identify with them. I, I don't know. but He's trying to honor their tradition, I guess, by wearing the... This is, this is what, what's nuts about this. <laughs> I, out of all the crimes the, the Catholic Church has committed, I didn't even know that they ended up killing thousands of indigenous children up in Canada. Yeah, I did. I see this story last year, the year before they found a bunch of bodies or bones or something, and they think it's traced back to all of that abuse. I mean, this was like some kind of bizarre murder cult yeah, in Canada. It, here. It's supposedly one of the worst stories ever, and it didn't get a lot of coverage last 100, year. Because, you know, it's Canada. 150,000 native children in Canada were forced to attend government funded Christian schools right up to the 1970s, from the 1800s to the 1970s, to isolate them from the influence of their homes and culture. They, want, they were Christianized and assimilated into mainstream society. Previous Canadian governments considered them superior. Physical and sexual abuse was rampant at the schools. Students would be beaten for speaking their native languages. And here comes the Pope 
putting on a feathered headdress to apologize, and that's supposed to make it all right. That's right. Am I nuts? Everybody walks away. Okay, we're even. Hey, sorry about that. (laughs) Yeah, did we sexually and physically abuse thousands of children? Yeah, okay. Hey, you got us. Sorry about that. Hey. Like my headdress? It's like what they did with the pre-sex abuse story, too. Same thing. I know. It's I just there's so much insanity. And then everybody acts like, well, it wasn't, uh, sorry Is, about that. Do you see any story about holding anybody responsible no. who might still be alive no, they for just, that abuse? They just forced them to wear the headdress. That was, uh, was it. All right. When we come back, we'll get to the Al Gore story. Al Gore had something to say about people that don't believe in severe climate change. You won't believe the comparison he made in a media appearance. And we'll also talk about Elon Musk supposedly having an affair with uh, the wife of one of the Google co-founders, but he's laughing it off as nonsense from the Wall Street Journal. What has she got? Uh, Elon Musk, you see his body when he was... Yeah, but it's billionaires. Yeah, well, she's already with a billionaire. (laughs) Musk was a bigger billionaire. I guess Musk has got more. (laughs) A bigger billionaire, exactly. All right, more coming up. John and Ken show, Deborah Mark has news. Oh, did, did I catch you eating? I... No, you did not. I was texting. Oh, okay. But it's work-related. All right. It looked like you were chewing on something. No. That's all right. But I am hungry, but I doubt you have anything to share. So no. <sighs> I would have brought uh, French fries, fries in No, today. no, no, no. No fries. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.